get your smoke on, I'll get your chill on, let's get these conversations on, crawling on moms, and anybody who's living life, the Pop Moms Podcast is here. Hi, my name's Kate, and, and I'm, I'm... <laughs> this is we're already in sync, this get. is perfect, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Hot Pop, the Hot Pop Moms Podcast, this is going great. My name is Kate, and I am your host of the Pop Moms Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce to you Natalie. Hi, you guys. I'm Natalie, and I am also your co-host of the Pop Moms Podcast. We're really excited to be kind of relaunching the podcast, so we thought it would only be important to go ahead and kick off this new intro with a little bit more, a refresher on some of the things that make me me, and really kind of introduce everyone to Natalie. Yeah, this is a little bit all over the place. You know, we're going to cover our origin story, which is a killer story. So cute. So cute. Uh, We're also going to talk about our origins with cannabis, how that started, which evolves into a really entertaining conversation about all the places we've smoked weed and good and bad, how we got that weed to those places is a fun moment in there. Uh, We also touch upon our heavy pesticide inhalation as youths, certainly. Definitely. I mean, the things that have gone into our bodies that like shouldn't have. I mean, that's expandable. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a whole episode, friends. And spoiler alert, a word we didn't know whether or not it was a word is a word. You guys. That'll uh, make sense to you about 15 minutes into uh, the the intro episode. A lesson in self-doubt, ladies and gentlemen. Ingenuitive is a word. I fucking knew it. I should have trusted my gut. We looked it up. We it's been verified. It so don't add it at Merriam-Webster because you already have. Because we've proven it. Okay, guys? So get ready. You're going to learn new words with your new co-host, Natalie. <laughs> and I'm also very ingenuitive. So. Very ingenuitive. Um, so we're really looking forward to kind of covering a broad range of topics. It's not going to be entirely weed. Um, it will have definitely a, a threat of mental health in it because it's something that's important to both of us and something that we both have uh, dealt with and experienced. You'll obviously um, hear a lot of tangents based off of our ADHD <laughs> Based nature. on our mental health. Yep. We will be uh, going all over the place as we explore this journey. But we're going to talk about cannabis, obviously, and then we'll also talk about parenting, parenting, children, you know, life hacks. Stress. Life hacks is good. Good quotes. Good quotes. Good book recommendations. Natalie is a very well-read person. I cannot claim to be the same. (laughs) I Um, just love to drop a resource and give people tangible things to make their lives better. It's a jumping off point. Exactly right. You know? (laughs) We're not pushing you to the high dive. It's going to be a nice bouncy low dive. (laughs) I love that for you guys. This is going to be great. So stay tuned. Um, We're going to launch right into uh, our intro episode um, where we're really excited to allow the audience to better get to know us and to understand kind of how these next episodes are going to go. So yeah. keep blazing, stay amazing, and enjoy. Welcome to the PMP. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's on the Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, it's on. Or should we smoke weed <laughs> after the and then do our intro? Whatever. I mean, that's like literally always the question, right? <laughs> uh, okay, hi you guys. Let's chat. Let's chat about 
how Kate and I started this journey because yes. it's a wild fucking story. It is. So this story starts with Trevor, my main squeeze, my husband, and he was trying to get me more comfortable about talking about my cannabis use around people because I've had all this like insecurity about it in and my life. And we're awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, awkward. Well, and I just like, I don't know, I as a business owner and in, in a profession that is art that takes time, I always had all these insecurities about people like thinking I was going to be procrastinating on their stuff because I was high, even though I procrastinate when I'm not high. Okay, guys, I'm just a procrastinator. Anyways, but so all that to say that, you know, he's been trying to help me feel comfortable about just like owning the person that I am, which is one of the greatest things he's brought in uh, our partnership always regarding all things. And he saw Kate's sticker at the Pop Moms podcast on a pole. And he was like, that's funny. And then he just kept walking. And then two blocks go by and he's still thinking about it. And he's like, I've got to send the sticker to Natalie. So he goes back, takes a photo of the poll, sends it to me. I'm like, LOL, this is a podcast. I love that. And I go look online and I see it's Kate. And I'm like, oh, she's in Seattle. No way. And then I start looking at the content and I realize that it's gone off the grid in like May, which, you know, was like six months ago at the time of this happenings. And I was like, I wonder what she's doing. Maybe she's like a mom and it's hard to keep up with a thing. <laughs> like whatever, you know, laughed it off. The next morning, she is next to me in my yoga class. Literally. <laughs> literally. Like, literally right next. Right fucking next to me. Admiring your Beyond Yoga workout gear. <laughs> I, and I was like, okay, how do I know this bitch? Like, did I photograph her? Like, she looks so familiar, but like, not like I know her. Like, who is this? And so I'm probably staring at you like the whole class. I don't know. You were probably like, what is happening? Uh, and then we finish a Tabata four minute circuit. So we're both panting, sweaty, haggard. And I look over, I'm like, do you have a podcast? <laughs> you were like, uh, yeah. And I was like, the Pop Moms podcast? You're like, uh, yeah. <sighs> I was like, okay, hilarious. We're going to talk after class. You can maybe fill in what you felt after No. That. Oh, my God. I mean, it was, like, it was amazing. Yeah, because it was, like, it was funny because the same thought was going through my, the, okay, not the same thought. The thought that was going through my head was, like, fuck, yeah, if anyone wants to fucking ever come to me about my fucking pot smoking, I'm, like, I just finished first out of this entire fucking class, and it is not a contest. But in that moment in my head, it justified the thought that I was having of like, I can't believe people can step to fucking anyone who can manage a healthy lifestyle and chooses to smoke weed. And literally out of the corner of my eye, then I hear, are you Pop Mom's podcast? And I was just like, ah! Because like, I am not recognized. Like I am, I'm never recognized. And so it was so- You're not Seattle famous? I'm not Seattle famous. You are to me? Not yet. I know. I was like, so I was dying. But the story of those stickers on the polls is that like, I just used to pick days and go downtown and I mean, essentially deface- public property <laughs> with my stickers which for the person who left us the review on apple are fucking biodegradable so don't talk about me messing up your neighborhood because guess what it's fucking mine too <laughs> <laughs> well anywho so then of course after the class we talked and i was like yeah uh love that you're doing this podcast love the idea feel like that's really great I, you know, no pressure, but like I have a business. I also no. You weed. like one hundred percent invited yourself to come host it with me. <laughs> well, okay, but at first I was like, in a maybe. good way. This is a good thing. 
I swear though, on that day, I was just like, we could do an episode or something. And then I was messaging you. We were like going back and forth on Instagram. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to send her a video and be like, you know, I realize you're not doing it anymore. Like, I don't know. Sometimes things are hard to do when you're by yourself. Like maybe you it's would true. want a teammate. And then of course I felt all insecure about stepping and on her. And completely heart. backtracked it. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> or we could just do an episode or we could just talk about it. Like whatever. And Kate was like, okay, first of all, the fact that you like backtracked like that means clearly we're going to get along because that's, I do the know, same thing. Classic. I'm like, may, may this have been misunderstood in any possible way. Let me awkwardly talk it to death so you can definitely have no idea what I'm actually saying. Because exactly. I asked someone to watch the video. I was like, can you tell me if she's offering to help me with this? Because if she is, I want to say yes. But if she's not, I'm going to feel really awkward. Yeah, no. And, I <laughs> and we go to a lot of the same classes. Exactly right. <laughs> I, we just went to a 6 a.m. yoga class together today. Power. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Michelle. Oh, Michelle, you're the best. We're going to be bringing Michelle on so you guys can meet her too. Because Definitely. she is a fabulous wellness queen who is also a bitch and pop mom. Yep. And she's in the industry. She's been able to be a part of creating some really innovative stuff. So that'll be fun. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing. But yeah, and you know, the friendship just blossomed from there. It was basically like us going back and forth to try to manage our schedules with kids and businesses and other things. And now I feel like we're finally getting our groove in. Yeah. We're doing weekly recording and yep. we're going to... This is going to go even further than that, you guys. We'll be able to offer you a subscription to hang out with us, all sorts of things. So we're going to get into it. But for now, just, you know, enjoy the ride and uh, can't wait to share it with you. Maybe it would make sense for us to kind of reintroduce ourselves, right? Because, like, I've been gone for a Allow while. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> Post? You know, laugh. Oh, there you go. That would have sounded better. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, let me tell you about you guys. I'm a 32-year-old photographer slash coach slash podcast co-host. Hey. Uh, I live in the greater Seattle area. I don't know if we're getting into specifics. We're obviously amazing and ripe for stocking. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're exciting. We aren't killable. We're yeah. not killable exciting. <laughs> we're, we're like very You need guys. us around. You need us around. And yeah. Uh, Anywho, back to us. So I live in the greater Seattle area. I'm a portrait photographer, like originally by trade. I, you know, grew up in Bellevue. So I am a Washington native I would like to think I'm active. I think comparatively to my husband, I am a, you know, tree stump, but he, we have an active lifestyle as a family. We got a super active dog. I have a two year old who's a little baby tornado and you know, it's a wild time right now. I'm in the throes of early child rearing. We're attempting to cook up another kid like maniacs. Absolute maniacs. Maniacs. Yeah. Is that fun? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it being, is it oh, fun? Because I, I, it's like, you know what I mean? Fun. Sometimes I feel like people put pressure on themselves and it makes it less fun. But then it's like, whenever they're like, fuck it, I give up. That's when they get pregnant. So Yeah, well, and I would say like, I know that conceiving a child and like the journey to motherhood is so difficult for so many people. And so it's different. So, so different, right? And yeah, like to stress on that too, or, you know, to expand on that, like it's not difficult for every, for every difficult story. There's 10 that was like, it was a breeze, but. Or an accident. You know, everybody has their different journey with it. I am very lucky that seemingly, based on my child of miracles, my first child that appeared when we were actively trying to not get pregnant, 
Uh, I would say that hopefully it's not going to be super difficult for us. And right now we're just like enjoying having sex a lot without, you know, a goalie in place. Yeah. And we're going to see what happens. And in a couple months, like if, if I wasn't pregnant by the summer, we will do ovulation strips and all that, which I did yeah. buy. But then I was like, this is fucking complicated. Like I had to piss in this cup. And then I was like, I don't even know what this number means. You just got to get your pee stream down so you can just pee right on it. Mm. Like eliminate the cup. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. So don't take my like advice. A two professional mother of three. <laughs> yes. I, I have three kids also in the greater Seattle area. Um, my kids are now five, seven and almost 11. Um, which is crazy to think about because, again, like, I remember those ages and I feel, yeah, like I'm not equipped to – I mean, I can do it. I clearly am doing it. Yeah. Um, You're but, doing it. But, yeah. You're doing a way better job than most people, probably. Fingers you know? crossed. Knock on wood. I mean, you I know? always say that, like, anybody who is actively thinking about how they're parenting. Yes, exactly. W- trying to learn, trying to, you know, assess, like, how am I fucking up my kids in this moment? Yep. Even the, the fact that that thought's crossing your mind means you're doing great, honey. Honestly, and that's what I tell people, too, is, like, and I think that's going to be a big part of, like, a common thread of, like, the show is, like, normalizing, like, we are not two perfect people. Totally. Like, I'm sure that we would like to tell ourselves that, but when we're realistically looking in the mirror each morning. <laughs> like, like, I am perfectly a hot mess. Totally. <laughs> exactly. And same a here. Perfect <laughs> a perfect mess. And I think what's cool, too, is, like, Natalie and I are really just getting to know each other, too, so you'll be able to come on the journey with us of, like, yeah. us for our relationship and deepening our friendship um plot know. twist guys this is a coming of age story yeah, and we're just gonna really like it's a story about friendship yes <laughs> meld by the time we're hitting our 40s we're gonna be so deep we're gonna have oh my gosh the conversations it'll be great i know and the context and yeah. the implications yes truly <laughs> oh guys this is gonna be fun but yeah, and I'm trying to think, like, what other facts about us would people give a shit about? Well, I mean, we both we both like to be active. We yes. both like to be outdoors. I mean, I think that's very Pacific Northwest of us. I love plaid. Yeah. I know <laughs> you love Patagonia. Like, oh we, love, we love... Oh, Yeah. Hey. Totally. Well, there's nothing I love more than style that is beneficial to the earth, so... Yeah. I was actually just reading their, like, 50th anniversary, whatever, magazine article. Because, you know, you know, magazines just keep sending you subscriptions. They keep coming. You're like, where the (laughs) fuck? I never subscribe to anything like this. Anyways, Patagonia is doing a lot of great things. So, love to support them. Yes. Great Seattle brand. Um, But, yeah. And, you know, my origin with cannabis, which is, like, maybe kind of how we got here, started. It's funny because I think back to, like, how am I a pot mom now? And... You know, the first time I smoked weed, I was I had a boyfriend who smoked weed, and I was like, I'm gonna try it. Didn't want. I was like, no, ick, yay, no, not or like not yay, <laughs> ick. Uh, and then I did it again with two of my friends. Like two years later, was still like, I feel nothing. This is useless. And then sophomore year, four twenty, my old dealer slash great friend. I'll have to give him a pseudonym because he's gonna come up all the time. Uh, Jerry. <laughs> oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Jer oh, Bear. Good times. Jer Bear. Love that guy. Anyways, he, now everybody knows who it is. <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry. He was like, Post, you don't even smoke weed, like, but it's a holiday. You should just smoke this blunt with us. And I was like, well, since it's a holiday, can't get this girl to turn down a holiday. A sucker for holidays. Sucker for holidays. Sucker for any excuse to party. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the rest is history. I was basically smoking almost every day of my life. Like, be- besides a few trips and travels where it was illegal and I didn't have the balls to transport it in. Uh, 
that's been my lot in life. But, you know, it's been such a gift for me and ultimately brought me here to be a pop mom. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, because it's like, it's interesting how cannabis plays a different role for us depending on like where we're at. Like I had, totally. you know, I had um, in high school is when I smoked for the first time. And it, like, I don't know back then. I have to assume knowing what I know about myself now that it was probably like, I'm like, ooh, this is something I shouldn't do, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Or like, this is something that, no offense to my parents, would be frowned upon. Mm-hmm. At least by my mom. My dad, I mean, he's, he's he went to Woodstock, so I have a safe assumption <laughs> that he's consumed before uh, um, at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, but um, I started smoking, honestly, just back then it was like, I mean, it was harder to come by. Yeah. You always knew someone who could get you it in a pinch, but it was never like good or a lot or, you know, and it's not like we had oodles of cash back then. Um, But uh, I started smoking. One of my most memorable ones is making a bong out of a pen and a water bottle, which like is so funny because we were just talking about like clothing sustainability and here we are like inhaling like toxins that I created a hole with a lighter like I mean like oh it's just God, a I little know. water bong you know whatever with tin uh, foil like or smoking out of coke cans like the amount of chemicals that we've released into our body by not having appropriate smoking materials well, I mean and just like the the sheer number of years that while it was illegal which is another reason why it's so critical that we get to this point of legalization so that everything can be you know regulated uh, is the volume of pesticides that we probably consumed. I mean, like the bug spray, all the shit that people used that were growing in their basement just trying to make a quick buck off okay. these, you know, middle schoolers, high schoolers that are paying 20 bucks a gram. Right. And I mean, it's like, and now it's funny because like, okay, so we were just talking about Patagonia, right? Yeah. And like how we're like sustainability and like yeah. my, you know, like I have big, uh, like clothes, the types of clothing I buy. Like I yeah. want to make sure that, you know, it's hitting a certain, hitting certain, um, hitting certain things for me. The and green marketing the really green, gets us. 100%. Love and that. it's funny because like $300 now. $300 for a t-shirt? If it's good for the planet, it's right. good for me. Exactly. I know. The justification that comes with it is like downright bad. I know. But good. I, okay. But to be fair, the clothes last it feels It feels different on my skin too. I will really yeah. give it that. Like totally. buying some of the, some of the nicer, more sustainable things. It does feel better um, sometimes than fast fashion. But I mean, there's also, there's, there's place for that yeah as well within different people's uh clothing opportunities yeah um but to go ahead and tie that all together it was a rusted roots concert ah. and um to this day whenever i think of it like my kids um really got into the movies ice age which used the on my way as like their oh, main and i just yeah. like every time i'm just like i feel like i'm living a lie because <laughs> like <laughs> here i am making like water bongs out of water bottles and then like listening to it on a you know pixar movie oh, however many years later like with my children um but it's just I mean it's the funny dichotomies that weed plays in your life at various at various points in your life well and it's hilarious too like then I went into I went into my I don't know like my bougie weed smoking years where I was oh we're in them though but we're We're still we've elevated elevated. uh, from it I had in college I had an herb iron like I kept my bong pristine and then I had this herb iron which is like a ceramic soldering iron that you use to light or like the hemp stick whatever you know the hemp string that you burn you know saying, oh yeah instead of lighters no fucking butane in yeah, this bitch exactly right <laughs> Although, literally now i use like my table like the long butane just flooding I out know. the end with light a joint i'm like whatever it's every monsanto's gonna get us first but it's, it's about balance right yeah 
But oh, also man. what cracks me up too is like the weed, like, so we went from smoking like brick weed, right? Like, yeah. or at least weed, like shitty weed. Yeah. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden going to like, I'm like, I'm sorry, is that pesticide free? Like, were those trees happy? Like, you yeah. know, let's tell me about it more. It reminds me of like that fucking Portlandia uh, episode. You know, do you watch Portlandia? I oh, did. This is not going to hit that. That's, oh, we just learned it. something new about each other. Oh. We need to get you to watch at least two episodes of Portlandia. 100%. One being this one skit where they're going to brunch and they're asking like specific questions about the chicken like that the eggs are coming from yeah. which is like very Pacific <laughs> Northwest and oh very God. Portland. I love that. Um, and then the other one is the one where they put a bird on it. But like Hilarious. completely like if you watch Portlandia, you, chances are you might know what I'm talking about there. But they go to brunch at this very place and they're like uh was the chicken happy and he's like one minute let me go check with the chef and then like it's just like it's like back and forth and like it's it's oh really cute like farm to table and yeah, yeah, and kind of kind of narking all over that um but yeah i mean so starting off with weed being more exploratory in our youth to then becoming like somewhat of a mainstay at some point yeah. like getting more reputable dealers more reputable dealers like, certainly you know what though i still went back to him every time i was here i mean he was such a good friend of mine too you know so it was very convenient but like hallmark just you know speaking of the specific of jerry specific jerry jerry uh we all called everything jerry time like if you wanted to get something from jerry it would be on jerry yes time. what were so your, like yes you did you had no idea to five yes. hours like you're like okay i've showed i showed up at jerry's work once i was like jerry it's been a long <laughs> ass day like you've you've dodged your calls you got to call him twice if you really want to get him on the phone right. i mean and there's you know there's 10 jerry's in the story of the your life intricacies right? of communications with your plug i know Oh my gosh, when I was in Vegas though, I had the most amazing plug. It was right before it went rec- really recreationally legal. So it was still like, like literally the year before. So it was like a gray area, right? Where like at this point everybody knew it was coming. People were chill. My dealer was this like fabulous little lady. She had a dog, like a little baby dog she Stop brought with it. her. And then she brought this cute little case. She'd open it up. She had candy, different strains, all sorts of stuff. She came to your house. Like it was so nice and not that expensive. Ultimately, it was like amazing. Okay, but we're like TBT. really, we're really, I feel like this is a good segue into talking about like other places that we've smoked weed and some of the differences so and i have i have opinions where have you smoked the worst weed of your life um gueru zimbabwe oh my god i was gonna say i hate to say it but well so i smoked some of the best and some of the worst in jamaica of all places because again i'm like a little white girl noob yeah. in Jamaica. And so the restaurant, we were at a restaurant on the resort that we were staying at for our wedding. Um, incredible. And we, and this guy's like, oh, I have Bob Marley weed. I have Bob Marley weed. And I was like, good, because we've been smoking shit since we got here. So like, give me the goods, right? Yeah. In a, t- in a like napkin wrapped up, which, like, I've never given weed back. I just oh sort of preface, like, I get it, I'll smoke it, I get it, whatever. Yeah. But we had gotten so much weed from everyone who had come down there because everyone got weed, yeah. and then everyone was leaving. So, I mean, we were, like, like smoking, like, a couple puffs and be like, I'm finished with you. Like, I mean, we had that much to get through. Oh God, and we were sharing it with everybody. Like, anyone yeah. we were like, uh-uh, like, wink, wink, smoke, smoke. Like, <laughs> here's a half a pound for you. I mean, like, we had so, we had so much because everyone was, like, party. Yeah. So, I love that. So this guy hands my husband this, and he looks at it, and he goes, God damn it! And he's just like, more fucking swag! And so, no. like, he, like, goes back, and the guy's like, pretty good, huh? And he's like, sir, please, like, just, like, no. Like, take this away. Like, whatever. Take so we away. were 
narking on this this hotel worker to our driver who is taking us to Scotchies, which like if you are in Jamaica, find yourself a goddamn Scotchies and eat one of everything on the menu. Like it is the best jerk food I have ever had. Like the best Jamaican food. I, it's so good. But you like you have like a cab driver right so he was like driving us around to these to to scotchies and whatever and then we were telling the story we're like man like i get better weed in fucking like wisconsin like this should not be the case i am in jamaica like please and like so he ends up taking us into the depths of ocho rios and like getting us some weed from like his boy and that was wonderful nice (laughs) oh my god well on but stateside State sign. I feel like our weed is good. A lot of it is pesticide free and yeah. it's fucking cheap as hell. Or there's always some sort of like mass deal, like buying weed in Chicago with the fucking tax. Like yeah. you get like a vial or like a medicine, like a medicine tube of like yeah. for like $80. Like it is bonkers. Yeah. It is bonkers. Like, it is and I feel like that it, maybe it's because we've been legal for so much longer too. Like yeah. Portland is like, I guess, or Portland, I'm just. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon weed. Um, I love their dispensaries, but like the fact that they have to like take it out of a big communal jar. Yeah. That's always hit or miss for me. But even that, like the amount, the breadth of selection we have here. I know. I mean like walls of joints. Right. You know what I mean? Versus like two options. I go in somewhere with two options. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy weed and roll my own at some point. I mean, make someone else to do it. I know. Well, and I think nowadays too, like admittedly, I'm rarely going to dispensaries beyond just like getting a joint, right? You're like, I just need a joint for like, we're walking to brunch. So, but it just, you know, literally this just happened. I was just in Denver. We were like, we're going to go to brunch. I was like, I'd like to smoke a joint first. Popped into the, the green dragon. They were wonderful. Great dispensary down there. Uh, just grabbed a joint, went on, but like most of the time I'm just smoking my pen if I'm traveling, you know, and that I just have cartridges already with me and then I don't need to go anywhere. So I haven't been experiencing as many. I feel like I need to do more of that. You should. I mean, like, so we always bring it, but we always buy some there. Cause like, I'm just, I'm like not snobby, but I'm like, I want to see what it's like. Yeah. I and so that. like California, right. Totally. Yeah. Weed curious. Weed curious. Totally. I'll go to the trap shops. I joined a religion. To go ahead. Oh my god! <laughs> Just incredible. kidding. I mean, you have to say that like you're basically you're a part of this religious like that's like the gray area of legislation, right? Which is oh. another point why we need to go ahead and have it be a little bit more ticked and tied. Wait, I'm sorry. Where was this? Uh, Costa Mesa, California. Okay. Down the street from the police station. Mm. Trap shop where you basically and this is pre-pandemic. This is how like fucking insane it is. They had a community dab rig. Where people Whoa. would just like 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 some like who I'm guessing was a regular okay. just fucking came in there. You can buy a dab and then you fucking do a dab out of a communal. Ri- I'm like, oh my god! Okay, like guys. now looking at this right now post COVID, like, like I yikes. am cringing. Okay, but now this disclaimer: I am not a doctor, and yet I have many medical opinions, including I swear to God that cannabis gives you a stronger immune system. Yeah, because all of my stoner friends, and now whether that is. I assume what it is is the exposure to germs. You do gross shit like dab yep. rigs with all your homies and everybody's sharing all their germs because I don't, I never remember anyone in the squad ever being sick. Like, I feel like we were always, yeah. 
I and no know. one's like fucking taking sanitary, like wiping yeah. off the mouse piece. Like if you had a sweatshirt on, it was your sleeve. I know. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I feel like there was a time where we were like using a lighter to burn. We're like, yeah, clean off the mouth piece. Or like if you knew someone was sick, you just give it a quick burn. Or stop someone with a cold sore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You're like, oh, let me just get a little quick light up. Oh, that is hilarious. I immediately envisioned my friend trying to hit a pen out of the side of her mouth because she had a huge cold sore on the other side. But that's respect, and right? And I still smoke with her. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever, here we go, you know. I was like, just burn it's it off. It's more about the community. Exactly right. I was like, I love her more than I care about herpes simplex one. So right. here we are. 96% of us have it, guys. It's everywhere, you know. Oh, my God, that's so funny. And just, like, and, again, like, so, like, it being more legal here, like, you know the cartridges that you can go get, and then yeah. you can go ahead and travel with them, right? Like, I, I feel like when you go to places where the legalization is like new, like I remember I was in um, Phoenix, Arizona this past uh, December and they had just legalized it like within the year. And like when the legislation is like going to roll out for a year, it still takes long as fuck because basically it needs to go live and then you apply for permitting. And then you like, it all kind of stems from that first date. So everyone's so late to the game. Um, I stood in line for like 40 minutes. I heard of some fucking like an, Here's what I think, like, it cracks me up. In some of those, uh, like, uh, how do I say it? Like, older people cities. Yeah. Um, the conversations waiting in line for a pot store are just, like, totally different. So we were in Scottsdale, Arizona, trying to buy weed. I am hearing the man behind me with what I have to assume is either his wife or, like, some life partner aspect talking yeah. about, you know, Joe over there who just had like a fucking colonoscopy, like loud as fuck on his phone with a <laughs> ringer on. Like, I am like, what world is this? Cause I'm so used to going into like the places here where you're just like, oh yeah, you know, here's all my choices. Like here's the transaction, like yeah. see you next week or whatever the fuck it is. So I, I totally. like when I travel going to, to different dispensaries and, and checking out the scene. Yeah. Uh, where's the wildest place you've taken weed that you're not supposed to? Um, um, I mean, everywhere. Like, (laughs) I mean, my favorite thing is like, so, um, like I'll go through TSA with my kids, Yeah, but like, I mean, that's like the perfect excuse, right? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Like I just, the kids and I was just getting them right. I forgot the ticket. I'm so sorry. And I feel like, no, I feel like the TSA is not looking. No, they're not anymore. And they have confirmed it. They're basically like, don't have it be Coke. Don't light a cigarette in a plane. You're good. But like, so, and nowadays, obviously, I mean, I never go anywhere with anything other than my pen, but when I was young, I was brazen, man. Like, I took a blood... Can I get retroactively in trouble for illegally flying with things? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if so, we're both fucked. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, well, this was like... this. The statute of limitations has to be up. This was over 10 years ago, but we used to go to the Dominican Republic for Panic in La Playa, and one year I took a blush case that was completely packed with hash and then, like, bought a bunch of bags of candy, reopened and resealed them all, glued with edibles in them. Like, it was a fucking free-for-all. And we were so stressed. Like, they, I made my other friend put the blush thing in his bag because I was so nervous. I was like, this is your idea. Like, we're going to whatever. And we, all of us sweating, anxious, like, getting off the flight, like, ready to go through customs. We're like, this is going to be so fucked up. We get there. 
our bags are just sitting in the middle of like a hut airport. Yeah. Not a security person inside, right. all hash, pleasant, present, and accounted for. I was like, here we go, baby. Isn't that so funny? I feel like it's the first time you do it because then it gets so scary. But then you I do know. it and you're like, oh, this is not a fucking big deal. Okay, but, and then, my friend, we spend the entire, like, the next three plus days trying to find something to smoke this fucking hash out of. <laughs> so we're like, we need the beyond the chemical ridden whatever's. We finally find a pipe. This is day four. We're all high on acid. My friend is wearing a giant grizzly bear shirt. Like, I just remember it so visibly. He comes out with the pipe loaded with hash, so excited, spins around in a circle, <sighs> throws, throws the pipe, and it shatters in half. But only half of it breaks off. Would the you mouthpiece. fucking sure his shit still smokes so it? So then... <laughs> We tape a boarding pass around the mouthpiece and use that all of our mouths on this gross piece of paper for the next three days. Like, it was nuts. But, but okay. That's your youth, man. <laughs> but smoking cannabis makes you a problem solver. Yeah. Prove me wrong. I am resilient. I will find Prove a way. Prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Creative problem solving. I mean, this is literally priming you for the workforce. Oh, my gosh. I am so in- ingenuitive. In... in- What's the in, in engine, what's the word I'm looking for? We haven't smoked not, yet. Yeah, not <laughs> high is, yet, you guys. Can you believe? That's why it's not clicking. Ingenuity is that the right word? I think it is. I think it is. Ingenuity sounds right. It's, I was thinking innovative. Innovative. That's a better word. Yeah, ingenuitive is not a word, guys. We'll you look heard it, it up here first. We'll look it up. It's definitely not. I mean, I don't know. Marion we'll Webster, take in, notes. Uh, if it's not, it should be because you know I feel like I am ingenuitive every day. As fuck. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm trying to think like, yeah, we just, I haven't had, we have, we usually bring stuff with us and and I get more balls each time. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel nervous about that only because I have such a sensitive nose that like anytime somebody's been smoking weed, I fucking know instantaneously. I'm like, see, I I feel like like I'm the opposite. Like I have to ask my mom friends that I'm tight with. I'm like, if you, if I smell like weed, tell me so I can retrace my steps from like where I went wrong. Because, like, I just always assume I don't smell, and, like, that can't be true. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm pretty hyperactive about it, which is ironic, because in high school, like, if you ask literally anybody in my senior year photography class, like, it was, was it photography? It had to have been. We were, like, yeah. I would walk in, past, just walk past everyone. You could just see it on their faces. They all knew. It was after lunch, of course, so we just smoked a blunt somewhere, probably hotboxed it, because we gave absolutely no fucks. Reckless. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. We turned out fine. We turned out fine. (laughs) We are two thriving business owners. Oh my gosh. Uh, But yeah, and I like reeking of weed, right? And my teacher would look at me. I remember going into Spanish class. My Spanish teacher was like, oh, Mercedes, fumas la mala hierba. mota, mota. smoke that bad herb again, sis? Like, oh, she was funny, actually. Hey, girl, shout out to you if you ever make it to this episode. Those (laughs) teachers and those those adults, I will will do an, an overarching adults that, like, allowed us to be kids I know, and like make playful. these stupid like i get and i get that there's my future over exactly, it hashtag white privilege Holy i know shit. i know we I do know. need to check that i'm great Ooh. i'm i'm grateful for the teachers that 
I'm grateful for all adults who realize that as a kid, you have to go through certain steps and make decisions that might put you in a certain place, but then also like, I think a part of it is understanding like what you can do in that situation, right? Like, like I have to assume your grades weren't failing, right? You were keeping your shit up, right? Like, but that's like the balance of everything. (laughs) My mom is listening somewhere like, uh, keeping it up. Straight A's. (laughs) I graduated high school with a 3.014, which was like great considering how uh, much of my focus was outside of school. I would say like I had a really hard time finding the value in the structure of the education process in high school. In college, I feel like I was way more into it, but whatever, we'll get all, you know, we can get into all that another day. Navigating the education system with or without weed, that's a whole thing. Um, But yeah, you know, it was a time. I mean, I should also mention right now that both Natalie and I have ADHD. Yeah. Oh my God. So like the jumping around, the pauses, you'll get used to it, honestly. Like, and that was like so funny as I was reading an article on how women bond very tightly with people that they can be their true selves around totally. from the get. Oh and like God, that yeah. was the thing too, is we were like a very unapologetically ourselves. Like I introduced my anxiety levels. I exactly like right. you know what I mean? Like Natalie's been very open about just like her past, like just everything you know like as we kind of learn these commonalities and like so like it's very interesting to me like how we viewed school versus college versus like also then the incorporation of like the weed smoking like the connections on how our brains are wired and how cannabis affects that totally and trevor and i have this conversation a lot because you know for a long time i thought i was forgetful because of smoking weed because i had been smoking weed for so long that i was like oh yeah it's weed But then when I, anytime I would stop smoking weed, I'd be like, oh no, that's just my ADHD. It's my brain. It's like, I lose my train of thought. I go to a new place and then I'm like, oh, I'm right back where I was. And that's just kind of part of my mental health experience and journey. But uh, it's funny because now that we've gone on that tangent, I remember where I was going. See? 3.014. We're right back, baby. We always come back. Uh, Which is that I still ended up going to the University of Denver, which was, I think the average GPA of an incoming freshman was 3.8. So I just, you know, I was able to make up for what I lacked in academic discipline. I had in... Charisma. (laughs) I mean, legit though, actually. Like, shout out to University of Denver for having an interview as part of their acceptance process. Because we all fucking know that's why I got in, ultimately. I mean, and I had good test scores too, theoretically. But I also, again, like, back to the privilege point, I was very lucky to have you know, an ACT tutor and an SAT class I took and all of those things that allowed somebody like me who, like, the system would have dropped behind probably uh, all the, you know, privileges of somebody who was able to, like, then go to an amazing school and overcome something that holds a lot of people back, ADHD and otherwise. And, like, I had other mental health diagnoses. I went through, we'll get into all that. We're going to do an episode about mental health here coming up. So uh, we'll chat with you guys more about that too. But, you know, there were... Other things that, when I look back on it, like, was I just an angsty youth? Probably. There's always an aspect to that in growing up. Like, 100%. And I think, you know, we love to attach labels to things to give our brains meaning. And that definitely holds true for how we parent, for, like, how my mom parented me and trying to figure out what I was and how she was going to get it to college. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we did it. And, you know, it's another thing where, like, now I feel like, Watching kids go through the process of COVID and doing online school and all these high school seniors that I photograph and trying, 
trying to, them trying to like stay connected to a larger goal and the purpose of their educational journey without like getting hopeless about the surrounding society is like yeah. a whole thing. And I don't know, again, I mean, God, if I smoked weed in high school when I did, I can't even imagine how much weed I'd be smoking right now. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I know. Be like, the world's on fire, the koalas are dying, fuck it, let's all smoke six blunts and just hope for the best, hold I know. each other. Honestly, I mean, but that's what a lot of people are doing right now too. And like, even going back to like, you mentioned like test scores and stuff, like I had a hacky sack. That's what got me through my fucking test scores because I would sit there and I would play with it in my hand and take the test with the other one. So like part of my brain was occupied in fidgeting and I was able to like focus on that. Like it's always been very much like, bam, like it's gotta be. Coping mechanisms, man, you know? And that. Distractions. (laughs) Distractions. (laughs) Band-aids. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. The sheer volume of band-aids. Totally. But, I mean, all this to say, like, what we're going to be talking about, it's not going to be only rooted in cannabis. Like, it's the Pop Moms podcast. We'll always stay true to our roots there. Um, But, you know, we're going to have topics that are going to be related to things that are happening socially, things that are happening in the world. You know, we've talked about mental health. I mean, that's going to be a big common thread through all of it because Natalie and I really share that one, I guess, I'm not one, (laughs) one that I'm talking about at this current moment. We share Um, this type of brain that we're going to keep coming back to because it's part of our journey and cannabis is a part of our treatment totally 100 percent. so if you like what you hear go ahead hit that subscribe button uh go ahead if you have any topics you'd like us to tackle reach out to us potmomspodcast at gmail.com um we're available on the social webs just search for potmomspodcast it'll come up under all of that and if it doesn't you've got the email address to let us know that we can work on our seo optimization (laughs) we love you guys thanks Thanks for listening. Talk All right. To you soon. Really excited. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.